Hello, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. For network or show information, visit fightradio.me or call 843-808-0777. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guests are Madeline Gerwick and Margaret Peg Donahue, and they are co-authors of the book, Money is an Energy Game. Money is an Energy Game is chock full of practices, perspectives, exercises, and more that offer the most comprehensive roundup ever of energy-altering strategies and money attraction tools that will jumpstart your business and personal prosperity and create a firm financial future. Within this 324-page book are charts, checklists, examples, anecdotes, action items, and other practical tools to support your quest for the abundance that helps you fuel a life of ease, joy, and fulfillment on both personal and business fronts. By now, you probably know that money is energy, and your bank account is a reflection of your energetic money imprint. And these two women are experts at playing the energy game in their own lives and advising others. Peg Donahue is a Feng Shui consultant, personal empowerment coach, teacher, speaker, and author. She has an MBA from Boston University and a BA from Georgetown University, along with three professional um, Feng Shui and several coaching and intuitive development and healthy building certifications. She knows helping people live and work in a healthy and vibrant spaces and to master the art of thriving with ease and joy. You can learn more about PEG by visiting www.fengshuiconnections.com. And Madeline Gerwick is an internationally recognized business, economic, and personal astrologer, speaker, and author. She has a BA degree with honors in economics, and she's listed in several who's who books, including who's who in the world. Her company, Polaris Business Guides, is a metaphysical consulting and training firm which guides organizations and individuals to prosper by working in harmony with the universe. You can find out more about Madeline at her website, which is www.polarisbusinessguide.com. And the last website to bring up is for information about the book, Money is an Energy Game. You can go ahead and visit moneyisanenergygame.com. Okay, I think I have that all. <laughs> Welcome to the show, both Peg and Madeline. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having well, thank us, you, Robert. This is Peg. And this okay, is Peg, great. <laughs> yeah. Great. So, I, mean, I think as, as we get in, probably with in about five minutes, I'll be able to be very <laughs> get that distinguished pretty quickly. So, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> um, before we start even talking about the book. Um, I, I'm always interested when I have co-authors on the show to find out about the collaboration. I mean, before we even get into the money is the game, um, how is it that you two came to work together for this project? 
And we can maybe start with Madeline, I guess. Uh, well, we started almost 20 years ago. We met through a prosperity training program that we were both in. And uh, Peg had contacted me about working with my company, which uh, Polaris Business Guides, we were in the process of helping, or I should say getting together a group of people who could help individuals and businesses to prosper by using uh, some of the new tools that are available. So that's how we got connected. And it's been, uh, we've been working together I believe since 2001 or 2002, one of those two. It's either 19 or 20 years. <laughs> That's correct. And Madeline happens to be located in Seattle, and I'm on the opposite coast in New Hampshire. And yeah. we have just been <laughs> yeah. covering the country. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's 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 wonderful. Well, this is good. That's good. To, it's good to know. So obviously, you know, this book and and the topic has been. Um, prevalent, you know, for for decades. So that you know that you obviously know where you're coming from with that. So now, what prompted you to write this particular book? You know, and in particular, the title "Money is an Energy Game." Well, we had taught three different programs to help people increase their prosperity and be more successful in business. And we decided it would be better to put all those programs together into one book. So that's why you have a 324-page book <laughs> and be able to reach more people with all the tools that we had put together. So that's how it happened that we ended up writing that book. And Money is an Energy Game as a title <clears throat> just came to me because that was sort of the essence of the entire project as to what we were writing about and it really is an energy game and money really is related to energy and so <laughs> it's there's always kind of a mixed bag that most of us have in terms of our energy in relation to money and there are a lot of things that we do or not do in terms of our own well-being which are impacting our money but we're not typically aware of it. So if you don't get enough sleep, for example, it's very hard to attract money when you're tired. Or if you're eating foods that are depleting you and not supporting your health, that's also depleting your money. <laughs> you're not getting exercise, you have rough conversations with a lot of people, or you know emotional challenges with your boss or <laughs> things of that nature mm -hmm. it it's pushing your money away from you <clears throat> so there are a lot of different okay. aspects to it and this yeah, book now, came together over over a 7 year period so we we put a lot of time uh, into um wow, researching it that, and just experiences and <laughs> business changed a lot over that 7 year period so we had to oh, keep yeah. returning and make sure it was updated and accurate. Well, the last year, <laughs> you know, last absolutely. Year. <laughs> you know, um, so now the idea of a game. Now, when I think of a game, I usually think of playing to win kind of thing, and and yes. that um, 
So is that, I mean, you know, because, but this is a game with no loser. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would think. Or is there? Yes. Well, it's only a loser if you believe that the concepts don't work and if you believe money is hard to come by and you'll never have enough. Then you're, you're really losing out on winning at the game. And and at the end of the book, we give a whole chapter on how you can play the game and win by setting certain intentions because there are a lot of different aspects to increasing your prosperity and it helps if you can just focus on one at a time so that you kind of develop a pattern or a habit and then move on to the next one you see so so we devised a game that you can play either by yourself or with others and in a business it's great if you can play that game uh, with your other team members your other department members or even interdepartmentally so there are a lot of different ways to play the game and it's very very helpful to reinforce the patterns that you have uh, or the patterns that you want to develop, I should say, so that you are more prosperous on a daily basis. Yeah. Now, Peg, you, you're the Feng Shui specialist. Okay. So um, talk to us a little bit. And I mean, we mentioned in the beginning that, you know, money is energy. and um, But, uh, you know, I, I think some people may have, um, you know, a hard time kind of making sense of that. And, and with Feng Shui, it's, it's very and very energetic practice. So, right. can you tell us a little bit, of, you know, how the kind of the two are similar in nature? Oh, absolutely. The the two are intertwined. First of all, a, a key principle of Feng Shui is that your environment, your home, your office, your work, your yard, wherever you are that environmentally it's a reflection of your inner self. So if you look around where you are, look at the condition that that area is in. And is it does it feel uplifting? Is it energized or is it bogged down with clutter? You know, with things that you don't use or you don't love. And in um as it relates to prosperity, we work with a symbolic map in feng shui, and think of it as a tic-tac-toe board that you place over your space. And the far left corner from when you enter into a room or enter into your house or enter into your workspace, that far left corner is the area that we call wealth and prosperity. So that's an area in particular that's energized, energizing your well-being and your blessings and your prosperity. So in that area in particular, I would go in when I'm working with somebody and, and check it out. I'd look to see mm-hmm. what's in there. Mm-hmm. I'd check mm-hmm. out, you know, make sure the plumbing and electric are working. I would look for any clutter or any blockages, things like might be paper piles or piles of books. Years ago, I was working with a client, and in her wealth area, there was a clock that was broken. And this happened to be an antique clock. It was a wedding present given to her parents, and then she inherited it. And this clock, you know, she had, so she had it hanging in a wealth area, and the clock was broken. So right there, that was a red flag. 
something not working <laughs> in the wealth area. And then she proceeded to tell me a story that she inherited it um, from her parents, but her brother had also cheated her out of her, inher- you know, a, a larger inheritance. Mm. And I looked mm-hmm. at the clock, and on the clock was an image. The, the center image of the clock were, were pirates on the high seas. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, just think about the implications. She was cheated, and here were the pirates, you know, um, yeah. taking the booty um, from this clock that wasn't working. So she um, took that clock down, and she felt the clock was worth a bit of money, so I advised her that she, you know, take it out and have it appraised, mm-hmm. and then either have it fixed or perhaps, you know, given the you know, negative vibes um, that were in that clock and the history of the clock, that she might want to sell it. And I think that's what she ended up doing. But she immediately took it down and took it out of her space. In another situation, wow. I was working with a client. She ran a, a nonprofit organization, so she was always in the process of writing grants and acquiring grants to run the nonprofit. And the day I worked with her, I went into her office, and I'm looking at the back left corner, and she explained to me that um, she, that's where she kept all of her dead client files. And that's exactly how she explained it to me. (laughs) And so, once again, the light bulb went off, and I um, explained to her the um, attributes of that corner, the energy and energetic attributes of that corner. She um, immediately, after I left, cleaned it out, you know, moved all those files. She replaced it with a, a vibrant potted plant. She wrote her grant, and it came in faster than any of her other grants had come in. So those are just two examples of some of the ways that we inadvertently block ourselves. We trip ourselves up with yeah, some of the things yeah. that we place in our space. Not, not yeah, knowing. I, I, sometimes we think, you know, right. sometimes somebody will play something because they think it's funny or they think it's cute. But when you look at that inner message, you know, it's it's not so funny. And there are yeah, a lot it, of... It, it, Ahead, I was just going to say there are a lot of uh, signs out lately that sound funny, but the reality is they're they're supporting a negative message. Right. Now, one of my walking partners recently um, showed up with a hat that she thought was very funny, and on it is, um, you know how life is good is, is a theme out there? Well, this is the opposite. It's a theory that life is crap. And I looked at that, mm-hmm. and I said, wow, <laughs> you know, do you realize the implication of that message? Oh, I think it's, it's really, really funny. So, okay. So um, that day we went on our hike, and, when I, um, and then there were three of us, and then when we came back from our hike, there were a couple of other cars in the parking lot. So I pulled out and left. And it wasn't until the next day that I found out that um, this particular friend, as she was pulling out of the parking lot, and this was up in the woods, I, I live in, the White Mountains. And so she went to pull her car out, and uh, it wouldn't move. And then she felt she realized her wheels were spinning. And she tried to move it a little bit more, more her little crunch, and decided that, okay, something happened. So, And it was also in an area where cell coverage wasn't available. So our third friend happened to be um, still in the area. So um, she drove her down to an area with cell coverage uh, was available. Long story short, they called AAA. AAA came, 
got her car off. She got her car stuck on a rock. <laughs> and it was it was the first day she wore that hat, and I and I told her I said, well, you know, thoughts become things, and and what we put out <laughs> comes back. And um, I haven't exactly. seen that hat on her on her since. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it's like yeah. these things happen. Yeah. So when we think it's funny, it's it's okay. Just observe what happens when you yeah. are saying those yeah. things or wearing those things. And is that what you want to have happen? If not, then change your thoughts change your energy of what you're putting out. Thanks, good thought. Yeah, well, exactly. It's, she was yeah. definitely displaying what, she, what she's experiencing. She's going to experience what she's yes. putting out there, for sure. Yes, yeah. and that's the, the mirror image. This is how our life is, is, our environment is reflected in what's happening and what we're doing, what we're wearing, what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. And, now, and that's what that, you're saying on social media as well. So when you put out a negative judgment about somebody, what's happening to you is that you're cutting your own income, your own money. Yeah, now you that can cut. That is huge. Yeah, it's gigantic at the moment. <laughs> so, so when you are cutting so how, so your is money, it just, just, is it is it just creating that negative vibe? Is that is doing that? Well, it, it it definitely is creating the negative vibe, but there's a lot of different ways that you can end up cutting your money. So one of those ways is that you could lose a job or you could not get a promotion or not get a bonus or not get a plum assignment. Or you just might not get a discount that you could have had or you might have things happen such as your car breaks down or Mm -hmm. Your computer doesn't work, or your phone has to be replaced, or the stove has to be fixed. <laughs> you know, there can be a and lot then, of different ways this can happen. Right, and <laughs> then you, the story goes out, and people like it, and then they comment on it. They amplify it. They might add something that happened to them, and then it snowballs. It grows and grows and grows. And so you and just have less yeah. and less money coming in. <laughs> Right. Or well-being, it, you know, because yeah. it's all about the overall your overall well-being, the prosperity and blessings in your life. So this book is really much more than money, but money yeah. is a key component. Well, in the, in those very rare cases <laughs> when I'm tempted to send out something negative, I will think twice now <laughs> before doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Only send out positive. Send out positive. So we should be in the habit. I, I know. I, I, yeah, cultivate I the habit of expressing things in the way we really yeah. want them to unfold, rather than rallying yeah, against yeah. something before what you want. Yeah, exactly. So now, um, as far as you know, when we're talking about energy, now is there in, in your research over the years? Have you? Um, what have you? Um, uncovered about the idea of uh, science and money, you know, the, the science of money, I guess, maybe. There's, there's actually quite a lot of science about that. But one of the things I want to mention is that money is a way that we exchange energy with other people. So when you go to the grocery store, somebody has put forth a fair amount of energy in order to make a product and get it to that store. And when you pay for that item, that is your method of exchanging energy with whoever made that product. Mm -hmm. 
So in a very real sense, money is energy because everything requires energy in order to come into creation, whether it's a grocery product, clothes on your back, a car, a house, there's energy required for everything. But the science behind all of this is fascinating. Greg Braden and Bruce Lipton. Barbara Fredrickson, Lynn McTaggart. Yeah, Lynn McTaggart, yes. There's quite a number of scientists who have done a fair amount of research and discovered the exact mechanisms that go from you having a thought to something occurring in the cells cells of your body and then actually occurring outside of you in your environment. So there's actually a lot of information related to this. And a lot of it has to do with quantum physics. So in quantum physics, it's understood that your perspective of what you're seeing is changing the outcome of what you're seeing. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. the old uh, Schrodinger's right. cat r- routine, you know, is the right. cat alive or dead? <laughs> and you don't right. know Bruce until Lipton. you look. Yeah. Bruce Lipton discovered how your thoughts and feelings form inside your physical body and then impact your energy or your ability to create. And Barbara Fredrickson discovered that it takes three times as many positive thoughts to overcome the energy of negative ones. And Taggart has done a tremendous amount of work around the power of intentions. So that the universe is hearing everything we're saying as an intention and thinking that we want more of it. This is why we should be putting things out in terms of what we want instead of what we don't want. Two, you know, opposite ends of the same stick. Yeah, very much. So now, uh, what would you, you know, tell that, well, let me, let me back up a little bit. Now, we've been talking about money. Now, what about the um, larger umbrella of abundance? How, how, how would you look at, I mean, is, is money a subset of abundance? Uh, yeah, yes, say, actually. Yes. yes. Go ahead, Madeline. Absolutely. The uh, abundance is actually based on the idea that everything, everything you can see, hear, touch, feel, is made from energy. And the universe is full of energy. There's so much energy you couldn't possibly run out of it. So everything that is happening in the economy, for example, We tend to think of it as a zero-sum game, but it's not a zero-sum game. It's spiraling up. And if you were to go back and look at what was in the economy 50 years ago, there's a tremendous difference between even 20 years ago, but especially something like 50 years ago and now. So things have continuously spiraled up and you have things now that didn't exist then and so forth. So there's actually a lot of abundance in the universe, but we've kind of convinced ourselves that there's scarcity. <laughs> so, so a lot mm-hmm. of it is changing your mindset about that and understanding that everything starts 
with a thought about that, whatever it is you want or, you know, want to create, everything starts with that thought and then it becomes real as you put more energy into it. So it's everywhere. There's abundance includes all your friends and family, your your relationships with coworkers, your job, your health, especially your health, because that's really yeah. the foundation of your prosperity. Okay, and you also, want to add something? Yeah, I, I do. I wanted to add to look Good. to nature. Um, I study nature because uh, that's a big aspect of feng shui. It's about living in harmony with nature, and nature is abundant. You know, we're in the season of spring now, and the, the trees are, uh, you know, they've been budding out for months, and now there's an abundance of leaves on them, and I see spring green everywhere I go. You know, think of the um, the grains of sand at the beach. I live in the granite state. We have an abundance of rocks and granite everywhere. You go to dig a garden, and you're coming up with a, another <laughs> rock. You know, there's abundance everywhere in nature. And, um, yeah, well, you know, you're, you're, nature. Yeah. You're, you're preaching to the choir there, Peggy. I'm an amateur photographer. Well, not amateur anymore. I'm a photographer, nature photographer. And I've, okay. I've, that's, that is, I mean, that's my, you know, every day I, I do my little walk and have my little camera and see what it is that nature wants to show me and tell me. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but it is, it is very. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is, you know, and as a matter of fact, I had um, a, a woman the other day join me on Facebook and lived in the neighborhood, didn't know her, lived in the neighborhood, and she said, I just love your photos, and uh, she goes, I see you every day walking with a camera, do you really get something every day? And I just said, no, <laughs> but you just never know when, when you will, so, and there's nothing worse for, to a photographer than having a perfect picture and not having your camera. <laughs> so. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, last night my husband and I were um, out on a drive, and we he, all of a sudden he said, look, and I looked to my right, and off in the fields were three deer, and they were, like, small, and they were just, like, picture perfect. But, of course, we were driving and couldn't stop to get them. But <laughs> meanwhile, ahead of us, it was, like, the most incredible drive because ahead of us, we were watching the sun go down, the sunset, and we were driving west, mm-hmm. and the sun was like a fireball, and it was just amazing. It was so glorious, and I did take a, a picture of it, you know, through the windshield, but the pictures don't even do it justice. It was just like a fireball last night, and just awesome, and we got to enjoy it the whole ride home, and that's abundance right there. That's prosperity and well-being, because it, it cultivates uh, feelings of, of um, joy within you and really feeling good. And that, in turn, activates um, your heart and your brain and all sorts of um, good things in your body. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, we are about halfway through the show, um, Peg and Madeline, so I want to take just a quick break. Um, I do want to invite listeners, if you want to call in and ask any questions, you can call in at 619-789-4359. And for those listening live in the chat room, if you have any questions, feel free to type them in there. Um, and then when we come back from break, um, I'd be interested in, in maybe finding out your top three um, favorite techniques for attracting money, okay? Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Okay. okay, everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back after this very brief break. 
Hello, this is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us and hope that you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder that we have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows along with an archive link that will give you access to more than 1,400 shows we have had over the past nine years. Also on the site is a link to the products and services we provide, books, photography, a wellness store, and self-publishing assistance. Our show is a free podcast on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. And you can subscribe for free on any of those platforms by using the links on our website homepage. We are on many social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. And we also have buttons to those platforms at the top of our homepage. Our website, byteradio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests, and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone. Thank you for staying with us. And, yeah, if you want to go ahead and play that energy game, money is an energy game, um, definitely go ahead and pick up their, their book. Money is an energy game with my special guest again, co-authors Madeline Gerwick and Margaret Peg Donahue. Um, you can find out more uh, about Peg by visiting her website, which is www.fengshuiconnections.com. You can find out more about Madeline and her business at polar, um, polar, excuse me, polarisbusinessguides.com. And you can find out more about the book, Money is an Energy Game, at moneyisanenergygame.com. Okay, with that, we're back, Peg and Madeline. Great. Okay, good. So, um, as we mentioned before, the, thank you. It's really, I'm really having fun chatting with you, both of you. Um, what? So, let's let's talk about your favorite technique. You know, let's kind of reel in the, the audience here with maybe your your top three. Okay. Well, my favorite way to attract anything, and and seriously, anything. Uh, can include safety, money, even big amounts of money. I even used it to create a house. <laughs> uh, it can be anything. And this is something that has never failed me. So done correctly, it will always work. And basically you are going to thank the universe, whatever word you want to use, God, goddess, cosmic source, whatever word you like. <clears throat> You're going to thank the universe in advance for having already provided whatever it is. And you must use the words for having already provided. And then, <clears throat> and the reason you want to do that is because you never want to ask for something. When you ask for something, you're telling the universe you don't have it. But you, even more importantly, when you ask for something, you're expecting it in the future. But you are never going to arrive in the future <laughs> you're always in the present moment so you must thank the universe for having already provided whatever it is 
as though you already have it. And at the same time, you want to feel absolutely joyful that you already have it. And that energy that you're putting into that is bringing that to you. So in a certain sense, the universe has already answered every prayer, every request. And it's basically, a it's in the timeline, shall we say. And mm-hmm. when you are doing this, you're attracting that timeline that you want to you. So you need to do this for a minimum of 17 seconds each time you do it. And you want to do it for a minimum of 68 seconds per day. And the reason you need to do the 17 seconds is because that's how long it takes to combust the energy to the next level. And, of course, you can certainly do it for much more than 68 seconds a day. But if you think about it, 68 seconds is not very long. <laughs> so it's <laughs> easy to do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> and I used it, we, we used it to create phone systems, a radio show, all, all kinds of things. I, I even had a guide who we used it to uh, save her house from a fire. And her house was on the outskirts of a town that was about to be ravaged by this fire that was the biggest fire in that state at the time. And so we all thanked the universe for keeping her house safe and keeping the town safe because if her house caught fire, the rest of the town was going to catch fire. And when she was allowed to return to her home after being evacuated, a fireman was still there and told her that the fire had come up to within one quarter mile of her house, turned around and went the other way. <laughs> so she had, How about she, that? Yeah, she had no damage at all to her home, and the town had no damage either. So it can be used for a lot of different purposes. Mm-hmm. Money is one of them. <laughs> and yeah. uh, the well, you know, part like, that's hard like is... That, go ahead. I was say, I like, I was say, what I really like about it is the idea of in advance for having already provided. Because, you know, one of, uh, one of my biggest um, reservations with some types of mantras or, you know, um, that that kind of thing is that, you know, asking or saying something is like you have that when you don't, you know. So, I mean, mm-hmm. to me it was like, you know, I, I don't know, I, I, I give the subconscious a little bit more credit, <laughs> you know, for right. <laughs> you know, influencing my actions. Um, so, uh, but see, in that particular instance, in advance, for having already provided, you're you're not denying the the current situation, but you're actually just projecting toward a desired one. Yeah, right. And, and always project out that it's this or something even better. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And one one of the things that trips people up the most with that is. After you do that, you may decide, oh, this is crazy, this is not going to work, this is too easy, or something like that. And so when you have a thought like that, the universe hears, oh, 
she doesn't really want it, stop sending it to her. <laughs> so when you have a thought like that, you want to cancel clear it right out loud. Just cancel clear that thought and substitute a positive thought because you're always creating to your last thought about whatever that was that you wanted. So you want that last thought to always be a positive one. And it can be something simple like, of course the universe wants me to have X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And then uh, the other two things that I use a lot are feng shui <laughs> and good timing. Those are my three top <laughs> ways to attract money. Right. So for feng shui, okay, before, think of it as yeah, I, I talked to, about. Yeah, go ahead. And so before we go into feng shui, good timing, how, how is that just um, happenstance or you no, uh, work towards your timing? That's the astrology part of it. <laughs> the astrology oh part God. is yes. that there okay. are certain days and times that are more auspicious for taking certain actions. So All I right. could choose a day that is um, a money day, for example, that's good for communications, has a good final result, and I could send out my promotion on a day like that, and I'd have a much better response uh, yeah. to my promotion than I would if I sent it out during a timeout period when nothing's going to come of it. <laughs> so, no, I know. Just as we get ready for Mercury retrograde in nine days. <laughs> yes, that's but, correct. Uh, no. <laughs> and it's a fairly yeah. rough one, actually. <laughs> I know. I can feel it already. So, Peg, yeah. Peg as far as the feng shui and, and uh, a tip for the attracting money. Absolutely. So a um, the first part of feng shui is clean your house. Clean your house, straighten up your <laughs> office. You know, you don't have to know anything about feng shui, but keep your house in great shape. You know, um, keep it clean, take out the trash regularly. You know, don't let those uh, trash cans over um, get over full. <laughs> eliminate dust, eliminate paper piles, clutter, you know, in your bedroom. You, um, the most important areas in your house happen to be your front door, so keep a nice wide path to your front door. Keep your front door clear of obstructions. And this is the architectural, you know, front door. Many people say, oh, but I come in the back door all the time. Well, that's okay, too, but right. the front door to your house right. needs to be in great shape. And I have shown up at many houses where some of these doors were stuck. They were nailed shut. They were you know, stuck from the inside out. Uh, just amazing oh, yeah. stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so wow. keep a clear um, path to your front door because this is how energy or how chi comes to you. And um, next to that is your bedroom. That's the second most important area, so keep your master bedroom in great shape. You know, put things away, keep it clutter-free, dust-free. Uh, next after that is your kitchen, so your stove. Keep your stove and oven clean and in great working order. And, you know, some people have great kitchens that they don't use the stove at all. But the stove is a very important part of feng shui because it, it's used, mm. it's a symbol of um, prosperity. So I, I like a gas um, cooktop so you can fire up. So think of it as when you're turning that on, you're firing up abundance. And then the oven is like a container for your abundance, for your prosperity. So two different purposes there. So keep your stove clean. So if, um, 
you are not in the habit of keeping your stove clean, tidy it up, and at least once a week, give it a good scrubbing. And um, particularly when you are desiring to manifest more money, more abundance, you know, more ease in your life. So your front door, I just your master did that bedroom. after dinner tonight. <laughs> oh, so that's well, very awesome. intuitive, isn't it? Yes, that, that is great. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, sorry, and then there's lots that. of other um, yeah. tips in the in the wealth area. So, um, assuming your wealth area is in great shape, then you can go and enhance it. And a good enhancement, or a couple of good enhancements, would be a fresh green plant or a nice vase of flowers. You might hang a crystal around, you know, faceted crystal. You could put something in there that reminds you of abundance and prosperity. You might put in a treasure box. All sorts of things. You can also write your intentions down. And you write your intentions using positive words, present tense, just as if it's happening now. I am so grateful that all of my needs are met so easily. You know, something like that. I'm so grateful that I'm, e- um, that I'm easily able to pay my bills in full this month and every month. Giving thanks in advance and ex- learning to express the outcome in a way that represents how you want it to unfold, the, uh, what you want to have happen. So leave behind yep. what's not working for you and focus on that end result that you um, would love to cultivate or that you are cultivating and yep. you want it to be stronger or more regular. Yep. Yep. I also in, in um, love... In advance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already I provided. also love Very good. Yeah, working with a gratitude journal, so just journaling, again, yeah. giving thanks in advance. You know, you, could, you might write down five or six things for which you're grateful for every day. I happen to have um, what I call my daily plan or a, a to-do list, and we have a copy of it in the book. And it is a combination of a lot of manifestation techniques. But on that daily plan, or we... I think in the book we call it the daily plan, at the bottom is room to write six statements of gratitude. I do that every day, giving thanks, Mm -hmm. you know, for for things that are already happening. Yeah. I also like to um, sit and do a meditation. So often I am doing workshopping um, as an early part of the meditation and then going on and doing a a deeper meditation after that, yeah, or a longer meditation. Yeah. And it's now, important to realize that there's no there there's nothing that ruins a good what like a how. So <laughs> you want to let go of the how <laughs> and let the oh, that's universe, so important. Yeah, you want to let the universe yeah. figure out the how cuz it knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. You just stay focused on your intention of what you want to create rather than yeah. trying to figure out how is that going to happen. Because when you get you see, caught in the how, that's when your energy goes low <laughs> you get yeah, and the money see, runs I mean, away. You know, that's, the, that's the one thing that people obsess about is how is this going to happen? How am I or how, you know, how, how, how? Um, I mean, it, I'm sure it keeps many people up at night. Um, but you're right, you know, in, in releasing the um, attachment how it's yes. going to unfold, and I, you know, you, you, you free yourself up. And I would say open to the possibility that it will happen or unfold in ways that you don't even anticipate. So be curious about how it might unfold. Even better. You know? yeah. Yeah. Suspend, suspend your disbelief and just hold it lightly that, wow, I wonder how this is going to happen. I'm curious. And then yeah. look for signs. 
Yep. Oh, yeah. When I was Absolutely. really working yeah. with them. You know, manifestation principles early on, I'd you know, sort of go out and say, okay, I, you know, please send me three signs. And I'd say, make them really obvious. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and then it would be amazing what would show up or what would drive by different messages. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, yep. I kind of have the same discussion. I tell them to be very clear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't want no ambiguity. Yes. Try and minimize the symbology stuff too, the symbols. Let's try and get you know realistic and, here. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, make so. it obvious. That's yeah. what I say. Make it really obvious. So and, I don't miss so I, you know, I my, see it. Uh, one of my favorite stories about that how situation <clears throat> concerned my husband when he had cancer and he his uh chemo was $7,000 each week, each day that we went in, and he had it every week, and the insurance was only going to cover 1000 per day. So every week we were accumulating a debt of $6,000. So our, uh, you know, of course I'm getting a little nervous about this, <laughs> and the town had a, had a ducky race and for the 4th of July that you could win up to $50,000. And I thought, okay, I'm going to win that $50,000. And so every day I started thanking the universe for winning that $50,000. And 4th of July came, and we did not win it. But the next day (laughs) we went to the clinic, and they had applied for funding from the manufacturer of the chemo, and they got us $60,000 to cover the bill (laughs) you see so you don't know what's possible but because I was focused on telling the universe to send us that money the universe found a way to do it you see and it it was a way that I didn't even know existed yeah see that's the thing that you just there are just so many the possibilities are infinite as to how it can unfold and um now one that you we talked a little bit a, a while ago where we kind of mentioned thoughts and and now one of the things you know and i'm very um i try to be very conscious of words and you know what i say and put out the positive um but I've been programmed, you know, and I've, I've kind of got some <laughs> deep-rooted, deep-rooted programs. And, and I think there are probably a lot of people that have those as well. So I, I think there are, and I believe you know of different ways that people push away money. Maybe that they, they don't even realize that they're doing or saying that. Do, can you tell us a few of those that, you know, some of those things that we may not even realize, realize what we're saying but that really kind of pushes away the, the money. Sure. Often this comes through stories. You might be hearing a story about somebody else, and it might be a negative story, and then you agree with it, and then you add to it, oh, that happened to me too. And then, you know, it just gets embellished along the way. That's one way of pushing money, pushing prosperity away from yourself, criticizing, you know, others or complaining, you know, being judgmental of others um, or other ways, using um, negative stories, you know, using um, curse words and swear words, that's low energy. So anything that is low energy, think of it, it's a spiral down. That's pushing prosperity and, and really um, goodness and joy away from us. 
yeah, feeling or, or thinking, yeah, that you don't deserve it. And this is often a belief that it, we're unconscious of. We're not aware of it, that we don't feel that we deserve the money. But it may come out in stories or it may be there in family history as well. And so listening and remembering the stories about money when you grew up, was it hard to come by? Yeah. Was it easy to come by? Oh, yeah. Madeline mentioned anger. Anger is a big way that we push it away. It doesn't so grow on trees. So in the book, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's a big uh-huh. one. Money doesn't grow on trees. So in the book, we have a link to a free emotional and healing tapping process. This is a release process that I do that releases these emotions at the cellular level. So it takes about 45 minutes, and I um, guide everybody um, right through it. So you can just um, tap right along as you as you go, and you can do it as many times as um, is desired, really, until you realize that you're not feeling those emotions or you're not seeing those patterns any longer. You're seeing a shift in the patterns. So if you have the Kindle version of the book, you just click it. It's at the end of Chapter 2. You just click it, and it'll take you right to the um, the web link where it is. And if you have the um, paper version of the book, you just type it into your web browser, and it'll be right there. Yeah. Uh, now, in the, I believe you provide a framework for people uh, to monitor their energy over a six-week period. So can you tell us, um, about that process and why six weeks? Well, actually, it can uh, be done over a much longer period, but we suggest okay. a week for each one. And and some people may want to monitor it for longer or uh, have time off in between the weeks, so it's not strictly six okay. weeks. But the idea is that you are checking in to see how your sleep your food, your exercise, your mental patterns, your emotional patterns, and your spiritual patterns are impacting your prosperity. And they all have an impact on your prosperity. So anything that impacts your well-being in a negative way is impacting your money in a negative way. So it's helpful to learn that when you're tired, it's harder to attract money. <laughs> the idea mm-hmm. that you're going to do one more thing at night and get less sleep is not actually helping you. It's not really assisting you. And there's an idea in our culture that you have to just keep taking action, action, action. But if you're not energetically aligned with what you want and you're not feeling positive and strong and in a in a good space, you're not going to be able to attract that situation to you, no matter how much action you take. So it all starts at the energetic level, and and, and the and energy yeah the energy uh, inventory is designed to help you understand the patterns that you have that will help or assist you with that. And, and that's right. So there's no judgment or anything that you're doing anything right or wrong with the energy inventory. You just track what's happening, and then you um, connect that to events that are in your life, um, how you're, you're feeling on each given day. So it's really just a reflection, yeah, to connect with, with your sleep. You know, you're going to bed. What time are you going to bed, you know? 
And what time do you yeah, get you know, I, I, How do you I've feel? Noticed, yeah, it, when you have um, a program like that or, or a structure for people to follow, um, I think it, it just makes it, it makes it so much easier to raise awareness. <laughs> because what you're doing is you're calling attention to things that you normally wouldn't or, you know, right. or generally speaking, you wouldn't. But, but then in a way, what you're doing is you're really signaling your intent to give focus to That's whatever right. it is. That's right. Like the week know. on food, it's not about dieting or losing weight or anything like that. It's just noting the food that you eat and, and is it making you feel better? and more energetic? Mm-hmm. Is it lifting your energy, or, is it, or do you feel sluggish after? Is, do you feel like you, you want to take a nap and go to sleep? So noticing the impact of, of each of these energies you know, on your life. And certain foods yeah. increase your intuition as well. So mm. you may be more feeling con- you know, more connected to your higher self or your wisdom when you eat certain foods. So there's a lot of different ways that all these different inventory checks can assist you. Yeah, and exercise is another one um, that we have you do an inventory on. And the whole idea is eventually to help you do movement that is fun, that you enjoy. I like to go out for a walk every day, and and I just love that. And I, I take a camera with me, too, and... It's just enjoyable, and, and particularly over the yep. past year, we cultivated a group <laughs> of, of walkers. People would come, hey, can I walk with you? Can I walk with you? I said, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. So we had a little group that Great. you know would just go out every day, and it was, it's fabulous, yeah. and it keeps us grounded and centered. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what it does for me, too. So, well, Cass, we're toward the end of the show here, so I wanted to get from each of you um, what you hope. Uh, the reader will take away from reading um, Money is an Energy Game. And we'll, let me go ahead and start with, we'll start with Peggy. All right. I um, would love it if the reader walks away with it, the concept that they really are in charge of their energy and that they can cultivate a um, not only a good money vibe, but a wonderful prosperity vibe and, and wellness vibe. And by just by taking note of um, how they're living their life and um, their current habits and just making, you know, beginning with small changes, you can just notice you know, what's happening around you and, and connect that to um, the end result. But more importantly, I hope we have provided a, um, a number of tips that anyone, you know, we have over 100 tools um, t- ticks it. Uh, tips and techniques in the book. So we think that there's something there for everyone that would resonate with um, each person that is easy to do and comfortable to do and fun to do. So have some fun with this as well. There you go. And and Natalie, how about you? Uh, Yes, I'm hoping that people will finish that book and have a completely different mindset about money and energy and understand how energy is behind everything that they see, hear, feel, touch, do. <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. really the basis of everything. And so as they become energetically aware, it's easier and easier for them to increase their prosperity, increase their well-being and abundance, 
and to live a much more joyful life. And that's mm-hmm. what I hope well, they will leave with. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. Well, I want to thank you both for your time today. I've really enjoyed speaking with both of you, and I think we've um, educated our listeners a bit. Um, I know I've educated myself. <laughs> so thank you very much for your time today. I've really enjoyed our chat. Well, thank, thank you for, you for having, having us. It's really yes. been a pleasure. It, it, Definitely. Thank you. It, it, Great. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Again, everyone, today my special guests were Madeline Gerwick and Margaret Pegg Donahue. Um, we've been talking about their new book, Money is an Energy Game. Um, again, uh, for Pegg, who's the Feng Shui Queen Consultant, you can find out more by visiting her website, www.fengshuiconnections.com. And Madeline Gerwick, uh, you heard her talk about astrology, um, but she's also got a lot of other specialties. You can visit her website, which is www.polarisbusinessguides.com. And again, for more information about the book, Money is an Energy Game, you can go to moneyisatenergygame.com. So everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. To follow our show, visit our homepage at byteradio.me and select the platform you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ByteRadioMe. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.